Welcome to Every Day is Friday. I am your host, Coach Jay Fry, Jason Fry. And Every Day is Friday is meant to give you the feeling, the vibes, the energy that Friday creates and bring it to you every single day. So regardless of it's a Sunday or it's a Tuesday or it's Friday, regardless, we're going to bring you those vibes. Okay, we want you to bring that exact same energy that you bring on a Friday because you're super stoked, pumped about the weekend, and bring it to you every day, every meeting, every conversation. How can we create that mentality? Well, we hope we do it today. We hope you can try it every single day. Today, we are going to talk about something really powerful. And it's two C's one consume. And then the other contribute. I finished a book that I was reading and and it was an amazing book, Objective Secure. And goodness gracious, I've got so many notes. Nick Lavery, uh, I really hope to get on here one day because the amount of positivity, the good vibes that this guy brings is unbelievable. And by the way, he's missing a leg. And by the way, he's the first special operations soldier to come back to combat in active duty. Not just active duty, but in special operations active duty. So when you hear this stuff and you hear him, you get that vibe. Oh my goodness. I'm going to reread the book. It's going to be super awesome. Uh, So I finished that book and then what I did was I grabbed a book from the bookshelf and I was, it was a book that I had started 30 pages. 30 pages. And I wasn't quite sure if it was going to go any further because it had been two, three years since I read those 30 pages. So I pulled that bookmark out and I started over. And it reminded me of this idea that some things in sports are, we don't really want to do them. But They make us feel so much better and more accomplished when we finish them. Oftentimes our workouts, we don't feel like going to the gym. But when we do, when we get on that that piece of equipment, whether it's the dumbbells or the barbell or it's the treadmill or it's the rower, we get on that and 10 minutes later we're like, yo, I'm so glad that I came. I'm so glad that I did this. And... That's what I got from reading this book. I wasn't quite sure if it was going to be worth it. Well, man, am I glad. Because what this book did is it sparked the idea of consuming or contributing. You know, I'm a former basketball coach. Uh, I like to say I will always be in basketball in some way, shape, or form. But... We're driving into this part of the season where it's the last bit of preseason. Where it's now time to start focusing on what we're doing beforehand. Before the season begins. Some people have already started their practices. Division 2s, Division 1s, D3s. Everybody has started their practices. Uh, High school level hasn't yet. So what I want us to think about here is, is to be mindful of consuming or contributing. Are we doing either one of these with our players, with our staff, with the people that serve within the program? 
the janitor, with the admin, with the principal, with the athletic director, with all these people, are we consuming or are we contributing? Let's look real quick on consuming. It means to ingest, to buy, to use up. Words that associate with consume is devour, deplete, exhaust, demolish, swallow, gobble, absorb, engross. Those are the words that we, we attach consuming to. What does that sound like? What do those words tie into? Do they do? They do are they like the fountain, right? Are, are they giving and, and flowing into or are they draining? Okay, it's the same thing. So what we're looking at is those words are draining, depleting, exhausting, devouring, swallowing, gobbling, absorbing, engrossing. It takes over. It's all a negative manner. This is likely what happens in our relationships, whether it's at work or it's home. Negative. Are we consuming? If we consume, that means that we continue to take from others around us. You know what that means? There will soon be a shortage. An insufficient amount in order to continue. If there is nothing left to give the relationship, the business, the sports, the energy is going to break down. We see it time and time again. We see it with a poor friend. We see it with a bad manager. We see it with a coach that only wants their way. We might have even seen it with a mentor. We've seen it in numerous situations. We're probably thinking of some right now. That consumes, and it's a one-way street. Well, that can't work from a communication standpoint, because communication works both ways. Because leadership works with a constant push and pull. We can't have this idea of consuming. Let's transfer over to contribute. Contribute to give in order to help achieve or provide something. The words that associate with contribute, donate, give, grant, supply, present, and impart. We think of those words as obviously positive. So now that looks more of a fountain of giving life than it is a drain of taking it, of sucking that energy. It's very difficult to always contribute. That's going to be a major piece or thought process of today is, am I contributing too much? There does have to be this give and take. There does have to be a, I contribute, but I also receive. Bob Berg always talks about it. You cannot be a giver if you cannot receive. Okay? So we want to contribute. If we can think of some times when somebody gives something to us, how did we feel? We felt great. When we contributed to a special situation, maybe you built some houses, maybe you went and did coats for kids, 
Maybe you went and just had a conversation with somebody who really needed an ear. And it made you feel amazing. The joy that elicits those feelings impacts us on a whole other level. And it doesn't just impact us. It impacts the other person as well. The business. The team. Okay? If we can contribute around us, we can raise the level of our team. So we have to use our time, our talent, our treasure. My man Mars Bice says it all the time. We have to use those three T's in order to contribute. So you give time or an ear, like I said, to somebody who may need it. You give your talents to help and improve a situation, a circumstance, a person, a skill, your business, your experience. It doesn't take much talent to give a compliment. It doesn't take much talent to open the door for somebody else. It doesn't take much to provide a contribution. Give your treasure if you're called to do so. Define what treasure means to you. Once you can define it, you can see that this treasure is a way for you to contribute. It can be money. It can be your monthly tithe. Find ways to contribute. All three, time, talent, treasure, become investments that you can do to contribute to this world around you. To bring feelings, to bring vibes, to bring energy to your day. So the question then becomes, which one can I do today? Can I contribute or will I consume? Be mindful about these options. Be mindful about the opportunities that now come into your day. The conversations, the situations, the people. Can you consume? Will you consume? Can you contribute? Will you contribute? We hope you enjoyed today. Obviously, if you were on Apple, please try to leave a five-star, four-star. Leave whatever you think that, that works for you. Because what we want to do is we want to make sure that no matter where we start, that we're always growing and getting better. If you can provide comments on how we can get better, please feel free to do so. If you made it to work before this podcast ended, Try to take some notes as soon as you get into work. If you made, if you finish the podcast before you get to work, stop, pull over, write some notes down on how you're going to contribute in your best way possible. We're super pumped to provide this stuff for you. God bless. Have a great day. And remember, every day is Friday. Hello and welcome to Every Day is Friday. I am your host, Coach Jay Fry. And it is here where we hope to bring you the energy, the vibes, the ideas, those feelings that Friday brings to you every single day. It doesn't matter what day you get it. Today's actually Tuesday. 
So maybe you listen to it on Tuesday. Maybe you listen to it on Wednesday. But either way, our goal is to bring you that fire, to bring you that energy so that you can go out and attack the day, so that you can be inspired to go make an impact, to increase your ripple effect, to do whatever it takes to get you closer to that dream of yours. So today we're going to discuss something that uh, that's really, really important that my man Nick Lavery brought up. And as you know, we're big fans of his. Last episode was about designing your dream from that book. And so what I'm going to do today is actually jump into a paragraph that he writes in Objective Secure. In the chapter, it talks about, I will never accept defeat. Okay, that's the chapter title. Like, we're, it ain't happening. Okay, here's what we're going to talk. Getting up after getting knocked down in the literal or figurative sense is critical. But we need to take it a step further. People tend to have a negative relationship with failure, as if failure is something that is to be avoided at all times. In actuality, failure is something that is a good thing. It is essential. It is through failure that the successful learn, they grow, and they become stronger and better. For the greats, that's what practice is. Controlled and intentional failure. Because the only way to truly know our limitations is to reach the limit. We have to live at the edge of our capability. Now, we're going to come back to that last sentence uh, towards the end. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to dive into that paragraph. I wanted to go even deeper. He took it a step further, so now we take it a step further. So I want to discuss failure. How can we utilize it to learn, grow, and become stronger and better? The military uses it uh, a term called logging which we in The Healthy Leader call our dope journal. So it's our writing. It's our reflection. It's our pieces where we constantly put that information in so that we can always come back to it. So that we have basically like this cookie jar mentality. We can write all of our wins inside of this. And then whenever we need it, whenever we need that cookie, we can reach up into the cookie jar, find it in our journal, and go, oh, I was successful when tough times hit. I did struggle, but I got through it. So this cookie jar mentality allows us to be able to get back up. It allows us to learn, grow, become stronger, and just a little bit better. Because what we can do then is go, okay, I adapted there. How can I adapt here? How can I adapt in this moment to become a little bit smarter, to grow? To become a little bit stronger and a little bit better. So we can use failure. We can use our ability to, hey, we had a bad game. Well, if we didn't have a bad game, we would never have known where we needed to put our efforts in. We all think we do. We all have this crazy idea. You know, coaches have this crazy idea that, hey, this is how we're going to do it. And this is what we're going to be good at. And it's only until you get punched in the face by that better team that you end up going, oh, I'm not quite sure we're going to be good at that. But what I did see was that we could be really good at this. I saw something in them. So it's one of those things that we're able to use the failure 
as a way to get better, as a way to get stronger, as a way to grow. So we want to attack our day by using the failure from the past. Now that has nothing to do with whether or not we're going to just continue failing. Don't think that just because it happened in the past means that it's going to happen in the future. Just because you won yesterday doesn't mean you're going to win today. We've got to make sure that we dive in. We've got to make sure that we plug away at the things that are going to continue to make us better. That we adapt. That is how we become stronger. That is how we become better. Now, if you think about the way that a muscle is designed, how does a muscle get bigger? I'm not going to go scientifically. I won't go science on you. But just know that the more stress that you place on a muscle, the more it breaks down and the, the more it recovers and the stronger it becomes so that you can carry heavier loads. So that's this goal. That's this idea that the more we can experience a, just a little bit of failure, the stronger we can get the more able you are to carry heavier loads. Not the loads at which you just did, but harder. So we get stronger, we get better, we get faster. We get more skilled. So that the harder games we can be ready for. The harder competitions, the harder challenges. Part two is um, what I wanted to discuss was the controlled and intentional failure. He says it right here. That's what the greats, for the greats, that's what practice is. It is controlled and intentional failure. My man, Mike Procopio, talks about his time with Kobe. And he tried to give Kobe a very um, advanced move. But Kobe said, break it down. Kobe said, what's the first step? What do I need? So Kobe learned the first step, and he repped, rep, 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 rep. Failed, 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 failed. Got better, got better, got better. Failed, 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 got better, got better. And then goes, all right, now what's step two? So then he repped step one and step two and, and rep and rep and rep and failed and failed and failed and got better and got better and got better. It was controlled. It was intentional failure so that he could grow. So that he could get better. So that he could know the limit of where that skill was because he knew that there was no way he could get to that end without breaking it in chunks. Without controlling it. Without being intentional about the failure and about the growth needed to occur. You know, it's something that we can look at throughout all the professions. My man, Dan Dworkis of Emergency Mind. And mission-critical teams, they slowly introduce pressure. They slowly introduce these struggles. Because if you're not prepared for them, instant failure, instant loss of life, instant struggle occurs and you can't get out of it. Then you just become so focused on the struggle. So our goal is to slowly bring about the challenge, the limitations a little bit of pressure slowly build up 
so like a shooter, you know, from shooting the basketball, you want to slowly give them pressure, right? So it's how can I shoot uncontested? Then it might be how can I shoot with a, a person near me? Then it's how can I shoot with a person who puts their hand up on my non-shooting hand side, on my non-dominant hand? Then it becomes a, a person shooting with the ball with the person contesting, but knowing that it's not going to be blocked. And then it's going to be all of that repeated on the move. And then you start getting into the live situations where now they have to catch with that person running and coming at them and trying to alter and block and contest that shot. So that's the same thing that we've got to do for ourselves, regardless of the business world, of the coaching world, of athletics. It doesn't matter where we're at. But we've got to slowly figure out on how can I make it controlled? How can I bring about intentional failure so that I can slowly get better and get better at those pressure-filled situations and then be able to actually intubate somebody from an emergency standpoint? From an ability to actually shoot, move, and communicate in terms of special operations. So that I can be able to knock the three down in the corner because so-and-so kicked the ball out to me. We've got to add those little pressure, those little failures, so that we can get better. So that we can become stronger. So that we can grow. So I encourage you to no longer look at failure as a negative. It no longer has a negative relationship with us. We are going to use failure. We're going to use positivity. We're going to use all these different things to be intentional about the growth that we want to occur, about the person that we want to be. We're going to need the failure. Like he said at the end, the only way to know our limitations is to reach the limit. We have to live at the edge of our capability. So I encourage you, are you living at the edge of your capability? What are you capable of? Are you living near there? Are your actions taking you close to that edge? Are you a little bit scared of the things that you're doing? That's going to show us that we're, we're really close to that edge. And it's going to be that edge that helps us know our capability, find our limitations, and hopefully surpass it. That is my encouragement for you today. We jumped in. It was only 11 minutes or so. So thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the soldiers who fight and die for our freedoms. Thank you for the emergency medical teams and the emergency uh, mission, the mission critical teams. Thank you. Because we know that within 300 or seconds or less, catastrophic loss or death can occur. And we thank you for those moments. And we thank you for training in those moments. I want to give uh, a new company, um, Three Nails. Three Nails Clothing. They are phenomenal. They have a great message. Man, they've got some great workout clothes that are worth paying attention to. That are worth wearing. When you're in the gym. If you know the, the analogy of the three nails. Then you're going to know. That it's about living the message. And it's about being intentional. So we thank three nails. 
for giving us a chance. Everybody get out there and go get better. Get the energy, get the vibe, get the feelings that Friday brings and bring it to your day. Bring it to right now. Bring it to your next conversation. God bless.